Many years back, a guy named uh, Jonah Goldberg wrote a book called Liberal Fascism. And it's still a great book. It describes what the party of all governments shares in common with those who seek to control, well, everything we do. It's fascinating. I got to work with Jonah at my company called SpinSpotter, who's a great guy. I just don't understand how he's allowed his brain uh, to be so utterly broken on the topic, well, of anything related to Donald Trump. Talk about A to C. They now think that if only the media had told us about the laptop at the time, as the kid yesterday was suggesting, which I don't buy his you know, theory, that Trump would have won. You know, but for the censoring of the New York Post, Trump would have won. And it's, I think it's a preposterous counterfactual, but it's also an, it's impossible for me to refute. In the same way, I cannot refute that this bottle is keeping all the polar bears away. Right? Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, it's not just the Hunter Biden story. And, of course, this is back in the news because of what Elon Musk did over the weekend in releasing the emails with Twitter and the censoring of the Hunter Biden story. It's not just that. However, there is data, and Jonah has to know this, that Democrats in a high percentage of Democrats said, had I known how compromised the Biden family is, I wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. That data does exist. We'll explore all of this with the help of our friends at Boer Capital Management, knowyourriskradio.com. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. These are some of the thoughts of some people from the left. Well, it's not even true. Tim Miller would consider himself a centrist or some kind of Republican about what Elon did over the weekend. And what he did was release a lot of the emails internal to Twitter that show Twitter was in the grip of governments. And to be fair, to be fair, people from the Trump White House dipped into that and asked for things to be taken down. They did that about mm, 5% of the time that Democrats have done it. And so far, this is around Hunter Biden. Uh, Elon, if he chooses to, will go find that the same thing happened with the CDC and the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security and the FDA and probably state-level politicians in California. Uh, In fact, I know that to be the case. That's been unveiled. So the outing of people and their state of mental decline or their state of corruption or their state of terror, which has led them to be mentally declined or terrified uh, or compromised. It's just, it's the same thing that Donald Trump did, President Trump did, to the deep state actors. He forced them to out themselves because he did something you're not to do. He spoke words you're not to speak. Our generals have become, he was saying, incompetent. We now know that all too many generals are political actors and utterly corrupt. And we now know that they're not that serious about defending American interests. When you have generals at the top saying, calling China and saying, I'll let you know if if my commander-in-chief decides to take military action. I'll call you in advance. That was General White Rage. He did that. He spoke truthfully about how easy it is to purchase politicians. You're not to do that. So Elon Musk turning on the tap and opening up the inside conversations at Twitter related to Hunter Biden, it's the the proverbial tip of something, spear or iceberg, depending on how you want to look at it. So some people on the left 
fascinating responses. People who would consider themselves centrist had fascinating responses. And the man of the left, well, he used to be, Glenn Greenberg, I think one of the most important journalists of our time, he had a response he shared with Tucker Carlson. This is global. The Prime Minister of England has some thoughts about how he's giving new police powers uh, to the cops there to stop some things that are just, just shouldn't happen. So we'll talk about all of this and ask, is Elon going to crack the deep state? I think he's starting to. And what's coming out is you live in a controlled media environment. You live in a censorship society. And we've been saying that for almost a decade. So, again, I I did a little experiment. I do this from time to time. When I'm working with a new partner, I took some time away from something. And this was, I took some time away from the healthy cell um, sleep aid. And guess what? My sleep wasn't near as good. See, this is my way of doing a, a, a blind study. How was it while I was taking it? How is it when I was not taking it? And the results for me, and I'm a focus group of one, but the results for me were pretty, pretty stunning. I sleep better. And here's the bigger thing for me is I go back to sleep. And that's not true for me with, with, with melatonin products, nor is it true for really anyone If you're using anything in capsules or powders, like a lot of the old-fashioned tablets and capsules and powders contain synthetic other ingredients like binding glues, flow agents, fillers, coatings that can irritate your gut. That's not the case with the microgel technology at Healthy Cell. And this suspends ultra-absorbable nutrient particles inside a natural gel made of gut-healthy ingredients like soluble fiber, citrus, pectin, acacia gum, and water. And incidentally, this stuff is tasty. I, I, I actually consider the sleep aid to be a treat before bed. And these are more absorbable than tablets up to 165%. More absorbable. Now, think of the, t- the tablets you might have for sleep aid or for focus or recall or for vitamins. Think of those. With healthy cell being 165% more absorbable up to that, how much money could you save? How much more effective can you be? They set up a website for the podcast family. Super simple to join. Just go to healthycell.com slash Todd. That's healthy cell. Dot com slash Todd. Use the promo code Todd for 20% off your first order. Really? 20%? That's huge. And again, that's HealthyCell.com slash Todd. Promo code Todd for 20% off your first order. Tim Miller writes at uh, The Bulwark, which was put together to be an expressly never Trump platform. And I have a friend who works there. And we maintain a friendship. I can do that. I, th- I hope you can. Because Liz and I agree on many other things. So this is Tim Miller. He writes about Elon revealing the Hunter Biden conversations. And he's, qu- he's talking here about the journalist that uh, Elon gave this stuff to, to begin with. Matt Tabby is upset that the Biden campaign asked a platform to take down some revenge porn targeting the candidate's son. I'm sure Matt would be totes cool with people tweeting out his adult kids' uh, revenge porn. I'll use his phrase. They didn't like him and would not ask his buddy Elon to help. So in, in the mind of Tim Miller, which is a, on this topic, it's a broken mind. This is about revenge porn. Now, revenge porn would be the, the, the victim or the perpetrator posting it. So he's not even using the phrase correctly, and he knows that. This has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that this sadly, sadly drug-addled man, and can we please, as we talk about this stuff with Hunter, can we please, um, will you join me in, in trying, and this is my effort for myself, to try to love Hunter Biden? I know that's that's horribly difficult. It is for me. He is our neighbor. And he's worthy of a prayer. And something happened to him. And something happened to Ashley Biden. Something did. Something horrible has happened to these people. 
to be this utterly just just broken. And we're all broken to some degree. But that's this this has to do with a president and his son selling access to the president and his son being tragically and deeply and firmly commit uh, addicted to drugs and sex and sex with young girls who look like they might in fact be uh, girls like i said not women girls it looks very much that way he is so utterly compromised and joe biden has said i had nothing to do with these business dealings and now we know that's not true that joe biden was meeting with these guys there's this take this is a former fixer in the obama white house john favreau and by the way, he's not the guy from Swingers, who's a screenwriter, who himself, I'm sure, is a, is a leftist. Elon is spending the evening trying to embarrass someone who struggled with addiction so that he can juice engagement on the platform that he's bought that's hemorrhaging money. Great guy. Yes, this is all about embarrassing Hunter Biden. It has nothing to do with revealing the fact that your government is censoring you. That Twitter had become an outpost of an extension of the government, which is expressly illegal. This is the same thing constitutionally. This would be the same thing as the government stealing your mail. Oh, we don't like what you said. We're going to go ahead and redact some of your mail you sent your friends. This would be the same thing as the government digging into your text messages and disappearing them or editing them for you. This is exactly the same thing. When the state deputizes a company to do what it cannot, it is just doing just that. It is deputizing the the company. The company is becoming an arm of the government. This would be the same exact thing that if you were having a meeting and you were talking about, let's say, let's say that the frontline doctors had a meeting. Okay, and let's say that they're doing what they do. They're telling the truth about the COVID flu and about the injections. This would be the same thing as government agents walking in, And turning off the microphones and saying, you're done. Get out. And it's treated somehow differently because the the Mockingbird media gets to explain, well, this is just social media and this is disinformation. And and they they get to use that dodge on all of this, but it's literally the same. They unplug your platform. They unplug your access to talking to people. They walk into a room and they turn off your microphones. There is no difference. So as Elon brought this out into the public and the left began to respond and you heard Jonah Goldberg respond. Well, he wasn't responding to this, to be fair. He was responding to the story in general. It was an earlier time. We begin to see again who they are and again what they're willing to do. And again, the utter silence of Republicans. I know Kevin McCarthy has said, oh, we're going to go after big tech. No, no, you're not. Because, Kevin, you're on record when you were talking to your dear, dear friend, Liz Cheney. You're on record, Kevin, saying, can they take away their Twitter accounts, too? This is people who were upset about the 2020 election scandal. The apparent rigging, in my judgment, the theft. And I'll be happy to talk to people about that theft. I don't enjoy it, but I'll have the conversation. So these are very high and very mighty people. And they've taken upon themselves a role that God Almighty does not use. I mean, once, once in, a, in an eternity, that God Almighty could come along and shut down our speech anytime he wanted to. Anytime he wanted to, he could he could render us literally speechless. He could take our tongues away. I've heard enough cursing. I've heard enough hatred of the neighbor expressed. I'm going to go ahead and remove your tongues. But he doesn't. But these guys do. Tucker Carlson continues to have the most important show on cable television. Tucker continues, in my judgment, to succeed because he goes where a lot of other journalists will not go. And therefore, he's called a white supremacist, and January 6th was his fault, and let's see, what else was his fault? People dying because of the injections is, 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 is Tucker's fault. He talked to Glenn Greenwald, and in my judgment, Glenn is the most important journalist working today because Glenn has set his sights as a, as a professional on the intelligence services and spying 
and the construction of the surveillance state. He's been doing it for 20 years. Now, he does not know the Lord, so when I say the word herald, I don't mean that in a, in a Christian sense, but I, I mean it in terms of heralding what is coming and warning us about what is coming with the deep state mechanisms. And this is he and Tucker having a conversation about what Elon did. Maybe the premier, in fact, one of the few remaining champions of the First Amendment in the entire press corps. Uh, he writes on Substack, appears on Rumble. He joins us tonight. Glenn, thanks so much uh, for coming on. So like three tweets into this very long uh, Twitter account from Matt Taibbi. You have Ben Collins at NBC complaining loudly that Elon Musk would dare to release details of censorship. How, why isn't the entire press corps out there on the side uh, of free speech and of revealing what we didn't know until now? Because the leading advocates of censorship over the Internet in the United States, as surreal as it is, are the employees of media corporations whose HR title is journalists. They have yeah. been the ones essentially yeah, who took the internet, which remember until 2015 on social media was largely unmoderated with the exception of a very few small number of cases of expressing violence or doxing people and the like and demanded increasing amounts of censorship because they became convinced that the reason Hillary Clinton lost and Donald Trump won, which they regarded as a travesty, was because free speech was allowed on the internet and that only censorship could save us from from such an event in the future and they are now advocates of demanders of censorship and are furious whenever anyone tries to restore a bit of free speech to our discourse what do you think we're learning so far from the taibi thread i think one of the most important things that has been overlooked in the controversy over big tech censorship is that it is not as liberal censorship defenders typically like to claim the decisions, the autonomous decisions of private corporations, which therefore right. can't be questioned since they have the right to censor whatever they want. Overwhelmingly, we're seeing more and more evidence, and including tonight, that is often coming from the Democratic Party, the majority in power party in Washington, that tells these companies, censor this, censor that, censor this, censor that. And that, that's, that's supposed to be one of the um, tripwires. The, the amendments are written in order in the Bill of Rights. They're written in order of importance. The First Amendment, the right to free speech, the right to address government uh, for redress of grievances. And the reason that exists that way is because the founders of this nation viewed our speech as the most clear gift given us from God Almighty. Because God gave it to us, we have the ability to use it. Not the ability, we have the right to use it. And we have the right to pamphleteer. It's the freedom of the press. We have the right to practice our religious faith. Not believe it, practice it. And government cannot do anything to attack these rights. The Second Amendment is in that place in case the First Amendment fails. Think about that. The Second Amendment is in place in case the First Amendment fails. So what Glenn said there, I agree with. It. They became completely obsessed to make sure that, that, that someone like Trump never won again because it was Hillary's turn. Because, of course, Hillary is virtuous. Hillary is honest and virtuous. I mean, if you look through her career, all she's ever done is laughed and giggled and giggled and laughed about getting a rapist off. She found that funny. Now, lawyers should defend clients. That is their job. That is how our legal system works. But they don't have to cackle and giggle about it because she knew the guy was guilty. But she made a young woman appear to be a whore, pardon my language, a loose woman. And hence her fault that she was raped. And then she sat on corporate boards like Walmart, which she then later decried as a terrible company until they started doing woke stuff. Now they're good again. When her husband became governor of Arkansas, 
their finances turned around. And all of a sudden, Hillary Clinton became a genius at investing in futures and was making tens of thousands of times the return that people who'd been investing in futures made their entire lives. And they began amassing a fortune. And all the while, William Jefferson Blythe Clinton III was probably raping women. I've talked to one of those women. I spoke twice with Paula Jones in long, long interviews. I spoke with her lawyers. And I believe Paula Jones. And I believe the other women. I believe the pattern. And Hillary Clinton stood up for that. And Hillary Clinton set up the Clinton Foundation with William Jefferson Blythe Clinton III. And they began fleecing not just people, but entire countries like Haiti. And they were hanging out with a, uh, a, a transhumanist sex trafficker of children and young women, Jeffrey Epstein. And they were protecting Jeffrey Epstein. And Hillary launched a civil war in Libya for whatever reason and then pretended... That our men in Benghazi were killed because of a YouTube video. And they jailed the filmmaker because of a video no one ever watched. And they became obsessed with stopping anyone like Donald Trump from being in office. Because certainly Hillary is better than Trump. After all, she's a party member. See, it's not just about the elections. It's about something much deeper and much more disconcerting, and that is that the bosses know it's crumbling. They know the edifice is shaking to the ground. They know they cannot hide the rating of the treasury for much longer. In that way, it's sort of demonic. No, it truly is. Because they know the time is short. And again, I'll say... And I'll invite anyone to debate me on this. There is no position the party takes that is not opposed completely to God Almighty. You know, I had a dinner with a loved one. I should ask her if it's okay if I say who she is. Nah, I'll ask her. She's a, she is a Democrat, uh, but not, she's nowhere near insane. She's a lovely, lovely woman and very, very smart. And she and I were talking about her continued success with soda weight loss. And yes, we did this over a meal. And she shared with me, now listen to this. This is detail. Detail matters. So she shared with me that she was talking with the nutritionist team that she works with at Soda Weight Loss because everybody gets a team of nutritionists you work with. That's how they get you the right foods for you and the right amounts for you and put you in the right macrobiotic balance for you. And suggest the right time of eating and not eating. In other words, the, the eating and fasting schedule. And I talked to her and she said, you know what? I was starting to feel hungry. And so soda has replaced. They've asked me to add butter to my, to my oatmeal. This is one of the convenience foods they provide. And she said, my husband's done this for years. I've not done this. And I said, hey, it's, it's delicious. And the butter, that's fantastic. You know what they're doing? They're keeping track. Oh, you're starting to feel hungry. We know why. We're going to shift the fat source. We've had you on coconut oil or we've had you on olive oil. We're going to shift it now. And we're going to put you on this. And it's a tiny little change. But the tiny little changes add up to the great successes. You know, there's a reason why great, great athletes, there is exercising and then there's training. And people, when they train, they practice a movement, maybe just a single leg takedown again and again and again in wrestling, one of the most elemental moves that exists, or form tackling again and again and again, or a quarterback with a look off or a check down again and again and again on a three-step, five-step, seven-step drop. Let's have the look down, Daryl, check down. Who is your relief? And at Soda Weight Loss, they concentrate on those fundamentals. That is how they helped people lose tens, well, hundreds of thousands of pounds, actually. 7,000 reviews. Most people don't provide reviews. Average of 4.8 stars out of five on Google reviews. And they're health care providers. That, that word is taken in a different meaning. You know what they are? They're human care providers. It's SodaWeightLoss.com, S-O-T-A, Weight Loss. 
.com. It stands for state-of-the-art, sodaweightloss.com. This is a woman who set up a, um, a, a blatantly unconstitutional entity called the Consumer Fraud Protection Bureau. Here's how blatantly unconstitutional it was. Once it had been created, it got to get its own funding by shakedowns. The Consumer Fraud Protection Bureau was created by Congress and then set up to never again need to be funded by Congress. It was set up in such a way that once it existed, the bureaucrat who ran the Consumer Fraud Protection Bureau didn't need to ask Congress for permission for anything. It was effectively a brand new arm of government, but not tricameral. Yes, it could be taken to court, but it could set itself up in every other way. And Consumer Fraud Protection Bureau was a euphemism for whatever this woman wanted it to be. It could be protecting consumers from what they think is fraud, but it could also be protecting them from law enforcement abuse as the left sees it. It could be protecting them from having to pay their bills as the left sees it. And this same woman had a response to Elon Musk and Twitter, and this was prior to Musk taking the step to begin to release the emails about Twitter taking orders from government to do exactly what government wanted. It had become an arm of the government. And this is one of the reasons why these people are so utterly panicked about Elon Musk, because they know things are Republicans say that um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. She has a new belief. That's Lizzie Warren. She has a new belief. Because she is a fan of censorship. The Consumer Fraud Protection Bureau was hers. It was her intent to run it. And to name the people who did prior to her going over there. With the force of law. Um, have you ever hid something from your parents when you were a kid? And you knew it was breaking down. <laughs> you knew you were going to get caught. Let's say you did the classic thing that some kids do that you got really artful and, and you worked really hard to change a, um, an F into a B on a report card. I know kids who did that. Well, they're not kids. They're my age now. I know people who did that when they were kids. And, and man, they did a good forgery. I know a kid who got three Fs and turned them into three Bs. Again, he's my age now. And he knew... He knew the bill would come due. He knew there'd be the day where the school said, your son needs to take uh, summer school and take these courses over. What are you talking about? My son didn't get anything below a C. Now he got three Fs. What? This is the party. They know what they're doing. They know they're breaking the law. They know they are wildly unconstitutional. They know that the structural deficit that they've set up, and structural means this in, in, in the way I'm using it, it can't be fixed. It's in our building. It'd be like this. The United States finances, and this has been made clear with, with what um, Sam Bankman fried has been allowed to do, and it's been made clear that the, the Pentagon can't find $20 billion Um. The figureheads can't find $20 billion. Uh, it's, just, I, I, it's probably in another, uh, it's probably in another pair of pants. Jill, she'll do, Jill does the laundry or someone that's, that's named Jill. So Sam Bakeman fried I don't know where $10 billion went. Pentagon, uh, we can't find the $2.2 trillion in equipment. Sorry, we don't know what it is. But the IRS comes to you and says, hey, um, you just transferred 601 bucks on Venmo. Make sure you report that. Structural deficit is this. It's like a building. 
Let's say the building inspector came out to your, your, your workplace, and it's a five-story workplace, and you're starting to see some of the concrete crack. And it doesn't look like settling. I mean, it's pieces, chunks are falling off. And the building inspector came out and looked at it and did a serious job and came back and said, you know what? You guys used the wrong grade of concrete. This building is going to fall down. No, no, no. We'll just we'll put more concrete on it. No, it's structural. It's in the floors. Well, there's beams in the floors. Yeah, there's beams in the floors, but there's great big space where there are no beams. That concrete is going to fall down. No, 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 no. We'll um, we'll 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 bring other beams and put beams on top. No, it's structural. Our deficit are uh, is structural. It's built in. They know this. It can't scale. And they know that their, that their decision to embrace at all costs abortion and when it's not abortion. Mitch McConnell, he did a good job on, on, the, on the justices that have you know, gotten the federal government supposedly out of the abortion business. But Mitch McConnell's a big fan of the mRNA injections, which are having the same effect. They're killing people. They are rendering people incapable of reproducing. And he's also fine with, with chemically and surgically mutilating kids. Those same party members who are watching a decrease in American population and hence we need to open the borders are the same people who understand that they have set up a system that right now is unscalable. It cannot continue. It is unsustainable. They know this bill is coming due. They know they're hiding this from people. And every time someone speaks the truth about this stuff, it gets closer to that date where mom and dad find out that the three B's were in fact three F's. And it's closer to the time that people figure out that, wait, you have swindled this completely. There is no financial solvency. There is no America first because you have sold America. Oh, by the way, you'll never, never believe whose fingerprints are all over the trust and safety department at Twitter during the 2020 election. Guess, well, just see if you can guess. Uh, I heard someone in my mind say Barack Hussein Obama close, but you do not get the chicken dinner. We'll get to that. And the CNN reporter knows why the world's living under, a former CNN reporter, living, living under authoritarianism. We'll get to that, too. Uh, it just happened this way. I just looked up at my desk. It just happened this way. I can do such a, a neat and easy transition. I wonder if Mike Lindell knows what it's like uh, to live under tyranny and to watch that start happening to his beloved country i'm i'm gonna guess that mike lindell can since mike has been well i don't want to say victimized because he refuses to be a victim and (laughs) sorry sometimes i amuse myself i just had this image of the feds who are trying to destroy lindell giving a us you know a, a meeting to their boss How's it going on the Lindell project? Uh, well, uh, is he crook? Is he cracking? He's out of business, right? Is he cracking? Well, uh, no. Uh, well, he just launched a new line of products. And he has. Mike Lindell's launched a new line of products in the midst of all of these attacks. You know, he's the inventor of my pillow, which means he's an inventor of creating products like this in America. Minnesota, not Michigan. Learn by lesson. And now it's towels, and every six-piece towel set is made with United States cotton, made in small town, Minnesota, smallish town. And, of course, it comes in a variety of, 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 of colors, as you would expect. And each set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, a washcloth, a two-pack. And if you order any MyPillow towel set before December 25th, you get the 60-day money-back guarantee extended all the way through March 1st, 2023. So if for some reason you're not fully satisfied, you can return them except this. You're going to be satisfied. I know because I have these towels. They're the most absorbent towels I've ever had. They're the most resilient. Been through several wash and dry cycles now. They're keeping their softness and their absorbency. A lot of towels don't do that. 
Now, these towel sets are regularly $89.98. You can get them now for only $39.98. Go to MyPillow.com slash Herman and use promo code Herman. That's MyPillow.com slash Herman. Use promo code Herman. There you'll find deep discounts on all MyPillow products. Get your six-piece MyPillow towel set for only $39.98. Shop MyPillow.com slash Herman. Promo code Herman. That's MyPillow.com slash Herman. Promo code Herman. Revolver News. Tells us about the uh, trust and safety departments at Twitter. They're the department that protected us from the news about Hunter Biden and protected Americans from from knowing the truth about the mRNA injections and knowing the truth about the number of people who would die from the COVID flu and the degree to which it was contagious and the death rate, which is sub, 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 sub 1%. They protected us. And at one point, it was run by a guy who got his bona fides by writing an academic paper about the same-sex dating app called Grinder, Yoel Roth. And he passed the reins on to another woman. And it's interesting how she got her job. <clears throat> um, she went, well, she, she didn't go to Twitter. Uh, she, she went to Apple, so I got that wrong. She went to Apple. So your Roth had been at Apple. Then, then we get we get uh, this this woman, um, Margaret Richardson, and she goes to Apple. How's this related to Twitter? Because Apple has been making noises about removing Twitter from the App Store if Elon Musk doesn't start censoring again. At least that's the implication. So the Trust and Safety Department, the same one, by the way, that's uh, helpfully apparently turned off the. Um, uh, the 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 uh, the uh, Apple iPhone function that they were using in China to organize airdrop they turned that off. So this woman goes over to Apple Trust and Safety. Now, how did she get that job? By Eric Holder. <laughs> it is apparent that this woman worked for Holder. She is a far left person. Her Twitter page, she used to tweet. She doesn't anymore. Was 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 right up the top. It was Black Lives Matter. She'd worked with Holder through all the Holder scandals. And then Holder started to get himself involved in technology. She started to, he started to get into, um, you know, just little paid gigs here and there, a little consulting on, on how to fight racial, or how, how to fight for racial equity. In fact, he got a gig doing that at Apple, did Eric Holder. The former attorney general. And all of a sudden, after this woman had followed Holder out of government to this law firm, all of a sudden she appears at Apple's trust and safety department. The same trust and safety department that went on to kill Parler. And I know Parler's still a company. I know it's still a concern. But it can never be what it was. Because it has been stricken. And Amazon was involved in this. It was antitrust all over it. They destroyed that company because they wanted to pretend that it was parlor where people had organized January 6th. It wasn't, nor was it Gab. Gab is harder to kill because uh, Andrews made sure that they have their own servers. And this is the cabal. This is Holder. This is Obama because Holder does nothing without Obama's permission. This is what we face. And they all know what they're hiding. And they all know that people are eventually going to find out, but the bill cannot come due under their tenure. Have you ever thought that you're hiding things from God? I think I've shared with you the story. And I, again, I, I, I do talk to my wife about the cast. Please understand that she listens. And she's kind enough to listen to most of the episodes. So I do talk to her about things like this. And I was at a, um, a store I go to, and there's a young woman who'd paid a, a considerable bit of attention to me. And then at one point asked me, hey, I want to send you these photos of, of this trip we were on. And uh, she said, hey, can I have your text? I'll send you these photos. And I looked at her for a second and said, no. She says, oh, no, <clears throat> I just want to send you the photos. I go, mm. No, just show them to me. I, I'm not good at texting. And I, I should have just said, no, that's inappropriate. And, and I just, no, just show them to me. I said, no, no, just let me look at them. I'm terrible at texting. Just, and so she showed me these pictures. 
And they were not the least bit revealing. They were not the least bit, they were not the least bit um, sex-oriented, anything like that. And yet an old man, a young woman, hey, let me have your phone so I can text you. And I was praying about this. And I said to God, I did not like that interaction. Lord, that made me, I did not like that. And you know what God said to me in my prayer? He said, liar. (laughs) He did. He said, liar. Don't lie to me. You liked that. And look, it's a natural thing, right? We want to think we're attractive people, even in our old age. We want to think that. Now, I no longer think that about this, this young woman. I no longer think it was anything other than she's of a different generation. And that generation does not have the same barriers that we do. And I'm sure she looks at me like, but you're a grandpa. You're my great grandpa. Yeah, I'm your, I'm your great grandpa. I'm sure it's that way. But the Lord said, you're lying. I said, you're right. Change my heart. Change my heart so I can look at that as something just as a great grandpa would look at it. Change my heart. They don't have this tool. They don't have it. The party members can't go to God. They've convinced themselves that there are their own gods. Now think about how terrifying this would be. Think about you're on an airplane and the airplane is, is rocking back and forth and it's fishtailing and the, um, you, you know, the turbulence are getting very bad and very violent and you're dropping 1,000, 2,000 feet at a time and, and you're thinking, well, at least the pilots know what's going on. Let's, let's say that the door to the cockpit just flies open and the pilots are dead. Now your estimation of this changes. Lizzie Warren, uh, Joe Biden, Mitch McConnell, they can't take this to the Lord. Yeah, I know Joe Biden's a lifelong committed Catholic, except he's not. <laughs> he's not, he's not, he's, he's excommunicated himself hundreds, well, no, uh, millions of times. By virtue of the babies he's caused to be killed, he's excommunicated himself. He can't take this to God. Lizzie Warren can't take this to God. They're not right with God. They can't hear his voice. And my reading of the Bible is the Lord would have to say, hey, until you repent and until you come to me through my son, I, I, I can't hear you. I can see you. I see what you're doing, but I can't hear you. And so people end up in confused messes. This is a former CNN reporter. She's on with Stephen Colbert. And they're talking about the world falling into authoritarianism. And, and if we're lucky, Stephen Colbert will make a joke because he's so, so funny. How are they connected in ways that perhaps we don't often think about? One enabled the other. You know, there's a reason why 60% of the world today is now under authoritarian rule. The number of democracies globally has been rolled back to 1989 levels. In 2016, I stood up and I said, we demand an end to impunity on two fronts. Rodrigo Duterte, our president in the Philippines, his brutal drug war. And the second is Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook. Because in the end... What happened in the Philippines would not have happened if Facebook wasn't there. A hundred percent of Filipinos on the internet are on Facebook. Facebook is our internet. And, you know, I guess this is the other part. In 2016, I said, America, look at us. What is happening to us is coming for you. And I, when I saw January 6th happen, um, Violence on Capitol Hill, something we have never seen before, but the same methodology, bottom-up social media, lies, a fact, you know, becomes a lie. Or That woman is now going to speak about facts and lies. She's speaking about facts and lies. That woman just said, we've never seen violence on Capitol Hill. We saw it in 2016. We saw people's cars torched, which were not just their cars, they were their careers. We saw it later. We saw senators threatened with their wives. 
We saw the attempt to burn down a church. We saw an attempt to scale the White House fence that was such a serious attempt that President Trump and his family had to be put in a safe room. We saw the bombing in 1983 done by people that's Barack Hussein, no, pardon me, that William Jefferson Blythe Clinton III later pardoned, one of whom now runs one of the fundraising arms for the terrorist group Black Lives Matter Incorporated. So this woman is convinced that only lies travel through Facebook. And without Facebook, none of this ever could have happened. And yet it's happened throughout time. A lie said a million times becomes a fact. So you can't distinguish. Then it comes top down. Do you see the incredible irony? The lie becomes fact and you can't distinguish. And that woman is your reporter. And she thinks the first time we've ever seen violence on the U.S. Capitol was Jan 6. From the government, from the president himself. Same methodology. And then... You have no idea where truth lies, right? So, in But we do. We have the truth lies in this. God is a proponent, the proponent of free speech. We know this. If you are on the side of stifling speech, you are not on the side of God. Speech has consequences. God is pro-freedom and pro-consequence. These people are neither. In our case, what we saw is all of a sudden society was splintering. And how do you react to this? Uh, I think the other part is that because this is where I'm going to be like Sisyphus and Cassandra combined. Three sentences I've said repeatedly since 2016. If you don't have facts, you can't have truth. Number one, that was not the first time the Capitol saw violence. If you can't have facts, you can't have truth. Without truth, you can't have trust. I don't trust you because you are unaware that you're speaking lies. Without these three, we have no shared reality. We can't solve any problems. That's right. And so the result is, the response is, what do we do? We have no democracy. That's what social media has done. It has come in and used free speech to stifle free speech. That woman is lost. I I can't speak in any intelligent way about the Philippines, but I can speak in some intelligent way, thank God, about human language and human ability to transmit truth and discussion and debate. And that woman is a spiritual captive beyond belief. And the wise, they rely on their own wisdom They don't fear God. They don't follow his word. They rely on their own wisdom. And their wisdom is so utterly flawed. They are 100% certain of things that simply are not true. And yet they continue. The Daily Signal has an important story about one of the most um, horrific members of the Senate, Sheldon Whitehouse. he, He continues to pretend to be a big defender of the blacks, as he might say. Even though he still belongs, as does his wife, to a golf course that doesn't allow the blacks to be members. Unless that's suddenly changed in the past year. I haven't checked in the past year, but he's been confronted on this multiple times. Um, Sheldon Whitehouse, and this is again from the Daily Signal, reveals that the Senate Democrats, uh, he being the key one here, pressured the IRS and the DOJ to target conservative groups. They are using the power of the state to crush political opposition using the most feared element of the state, the IRS. But the problem is social media. And the problem is free speech stifles free speech. The only person who can believe that is a person who has been indoctrinated in leftism and washed in ungodly analysis. Here's what I mean. If you can't hear the word of the good shepherd, you can't understand that that's the good shepherd's voice. You can't reject the bad shepherd. And they've been seduced into this, and it's global. This is the new prime minister of England, uh, the former prime minister having lasted about two weeks. And he has a plan 
Don't well, you know? This afternoon, I sat down with all the police chiefs to make it clear that they have my full support in acting decisively to clamp down on illegal protests. It is completely unacceptable that ordinary members of the public are having their lives disrupted by a selfish minority. My view is that those who break the law should feel the full force of it, and that's what I'm determined to deliver. And therefore, are you bringing in new legislation, either increased powers for police officers? What are you doing to help them? We are currently giving the police new powers so that they can clamp down on these illegal protests. They will have my full support in acting decisively and rapidly to end the misery and the disruption that's being caused to ordinary families up and down the country. Who are- so now, what, what are the protests? Oh, that's right. It's about the COVID stuff and more about Brexit. But you weren't there for Black Lives Matter Incorporated. No commentary. Now, when people try to hide things from God, like in my prayer about this, I considered to be awkward and then, and then later understood to be well-intentioned and, and not the least bit weird. Uh, well, for her, but for me, it was weird. Um. When I took that to God, he said, no, you're lying to me. And I had the great privilege of taking that before the throne, before the cross. And these guys don't, so they're it. It stops with them. All things stop with them. Go back to the cockpit metaphor. There is no pilot. It's you. If you didn't know how to fly a 747 or 7, I guess probably more likely a 737, how would you feel? I think you'd be afraid. We're going to die. The plane's going to go down. No one here knows how to fly it. We're going to die. How do you think they feel? They're going to find out. The people are going to learn, yes, we have, in fact, defrauded the country. We have, in fact, raided the treasury. We have, in fact, enriched ourselves. We are, in fact, doing that today. How are they going to feel? What are the people going to do? And I'll take you back to the conversation I had with a Texas congressman all those years ago, 2008. Todd, it's a raiding of the treasury. I firmly believe if the American people knew what was really going on in Washington, D.C., they'd be here with pitchforks and torches. Now, why do you think they're going so hard on Jan 6? Why? Because it's beginning to crack. Why? Because they've created a low-trust society. Why? Because they're godless. No shame. No capacity to feel shame. Oh, but they can feel fear. Interestingly, if you look at the fruits of the Spirit, or the fruit of the Spirit, I should say, guess what's not in there? Fear. It's not a godly emotion. It doesn't come to us from the Lord. We do have the privilege of taking it all before the cross. We do have the great, great joy of speaking with our Creator and asking for guidance and redemption and even to be lightly rebuked. Liar, you are scared about your country. Bring it to me. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And never, never forget the great privilege and joy we have of being able to be washed in the cross.